Time in the Saddle is back, ladies and gents, for myself, Ryan O'Connor, and Jason Lint. Yep, good to see you. Sure. Olympic it's Cycles. Great to be back. And Giant, um, obviously the concept store in town. Both of them had a great holiday period, and we're back feeling fresh. Let's first talk and start the 2019 off with what we did over the festive season besides indulge. So I ended off the year on a half good note, sort of just before Christmas and a couple of days. That, that sort of week, I did some great rides, really sort of uh, made myself proud. I think the one day I rode three bikes and about four or five hours on the one day. I sort of went somewhere, thought I was tired, needed to go somewhere else, swapped to the e-bike, went somewhere else. So that was a fun yeah. day, and that was my peak. And then it was all downhill until this week. <laughs> I, 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 thanks for asking uh, how I've, I've done. I mean, you can check it out in Strava. I've managed to go and probably have the most um, cycle uh, cycling that I've ever done over a December, uh, this past December. I have clapped uh, gravel trails, um, uh, tar roads. It's just been phenomenal. And I must say, I've noticed one thing about having um, a bike for, for example, for, to use for gravel and to use for, uh, like you mentioned, you've tried a couple of bikes. Isn't it amazing how just how different bikes can be, um, yet at the same time, how um, you know how universal and crossover some of them can be. And I'm I'm referring now to the fact that you've introduced me to gravel uh, bikes. And what I'm finding is is that after driving uh, or cycling on roads, normal tarred roads with a gravel bike, it, it almost is. Like my go-to as opposed mm. to a road bike. It's more comfortable. It's marginally heavier than a road bike. Mm. But it's just so much more comfortable and yeah. just so much more reliable than a road bike. I haven't stopped once for a puncture. I'm loving it on the road. It's super comfortable. Um, when I have to go off-road and use it for what its intent mm. is for being on a gravel road, then it's great. But on a, on a tarred road. No, but that's it. It's, it's, it's whatever gets the rider excited and yeah. I mean I see it just yeah. gets you more and more pumped every time you, you go on it so you what's just, you, what's the challenge that you're going to do on it now so now we're going to have to find one so now we've got a matter of months seems as though we were supposed to both be doing Iron Man uh, which was coming up soon we've got all our friends that are doing Epic in knee deep actually they're beyond, they're beyond knee now they're neck deep in training for Epic because this is at it's crunch time now they've been putting in the hours and they will continue uh, to put in heavy hours over the course of the next couple of weeks building up to the uh, the apps uh, Epic you and I in the meantime will have to find a challenge that's um, kind of cool kind of off-roadish kind of maybe a combination uh, of something to do and then gear towards that hopefully for somewhere around March April but more importantly um, I'd like to talk about uh, uh, planning this year and this is what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks folks um, we're going to plan a time in the saddle um, must-do events for people that l- just enjoy spending time on a bicycle, irrelevant of what they uh, what they're doing. If they're mountain biking, e-biking, we're going to plot a calendar of events that we're going to come to do uh, in terms of using various bikes for various events and then you can catch us there what we're going to try and do as well is speak to organizers of those events closer towards the time get maybe a group of 10-15 people that are keen to join us if you listen to this podcast religiously uh, and you'd like to be a part of that group uh, maybe have some special kit made as well t-shirts or uh, special tops I think that's a great idea I'm and, looking forward to it and a group of Time in the super. Saddle uh, 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 podcast listeners that we will go out and ride and we'll go out and learn more about using various bikes in, in various terrain mm. no I agree and I, and I think one one of them should just be a social one you know yeah. last year we spoke about these yeah. 
non-event events. Sure. And so we must do one that that uh, that people can just come to, and we stop, and we ride, and we yeah. stop, and we chill, and we have fun with everybody. We're also going to commit. Jason doesn't realize this to, uh, yet, but to once a month meeting uh, at a place that's now become my home because of the best coffees and the best breakfast is a uh, breakfast in the world, which is your giant store in town. So I think once a month, one Saturday morning, or it might be a Wednesday evening if it's still summertime and weather permits. Once a month to get together, and um, we're going to go out live on a, a platform. It'll be a live maybe. 15 minutes, 10 minutes, but more importantly, we're going to go out and go for a cycle, get together, have a cup of coffee with other people that are keen on cycling and like-minded people. So watch the space for that. Jason, what else? I mean, so what else has happened in the cycling world over the past month and a half? It's been dead quiet. It is. It is. Like you say, I mean, I think people are knuckling down. If they've got big events on the horizon, then that's what they focus on. So there's less uh, socializing for them. And, you know, it's it's difficult to be social and train. You, mm. You've got a program. You've got to stick to it. So it's not about, hey, meet me for a ride because you've got to ride your own tempo, your own pace, your own power or heart rate or whatever. So so it's a lot of uh, lonely time in the saddle at the moment, I think, for, for a lot of people that are out there and training properly. Um, and and that's really it. It's yeah. uh, people coming out of their their festive season and, and mm-hmm. focusing on what uh, is coming up. Yeah. Speaking of coming out of the festive season, and I think it's a good note as well. A lot of people make these. Uh, I don't anymore because I always give up on them. Uh, that people sort of call it a dry January, or they have a re- uh, some kind of resolution that they try and make and stick to. And a lot of people have decided this is the year I'm going to get on a bicycle. I'm going to get a bike. Everyone's doing it now. Uh, so you'll see. Obviously, a d- the Christmas crowd have come and gone, but January normally sparks also a keen interest of people with people that are back at work they're back grinding their kids are back at school and now you'll get the uh, cyclists that'll come along or the the, the, the new cyclists that'll come along to your, your store and say right Jason I want a bike I need a bike and uh, I look at a friend of mine now who just did that over the past week and a, b- a bit said listen uh, I've been on a mountain bike forever it was the other way around for this for this uh, mate of mine Johan mm. he'd been on a mountain bike for a while and he said listen I want to get on a road bike uh, and he wanted a bit of advice and what meager advice I had I dispensed with and he went along he purchased a bike and he's over the moon with his road bike. Um, gearing up for the Cape Town Cycle Tour. That's his next event. And I think it's the first time he'll be doing that. And he'll be aiming your hunt for about a one a 3.30, uh, which is a reasonable, respectable time for a first uh, cycle tour. Um, are you finding that now? January, beginning of the month, people are beginning of the 100%, year? 100%. Yeah. January is January's, uh, luckily always one of our busier bu- uh, months for, for bikes uh, sales, actually. And you've just solved it for me. I think it's probably New Year's resolutions, midsummer. I was used to say people people haven't blown all their money on mm. food and wine over the holidays and, yeah. and travel. So um, we definitely are seeing that. Um, what comes to mind for me as well, we also sell a lot of kids' bikes at this time of year. Mm. And there's the, the Kids Cycle Tour, which is coming up. Yeah. Um, I had an exciting week last week. My little one at I two and that. a half took his sideways <laughs> off riding. So I'm going to make sure I enter him into that this year and, and have some fun. And I think, you know, it's also nice to impart knowledge on people and it's it's a new experience for me, but one thing I found even in the last week is that he struggles to ride still in an open space or on a road. He's scared, but going down to these Greenpoint parks and stuff, they've got little tracks and roads for them to, to ride on in the park. And when you put the child on a fake road in the park, yeah. they don't have to think about where they want to go. Sure. So the confidence level and, and his riding ability is much better on 
that track in the park than it is on the road or in a parking lot or whatever. And it's something for people to consider when they're trying to teach their little kids go to the right place mm. for them to learn. I think that's something we've never ch- chatted about, and I think it's something very important. And we'd love to have your feedback on social media about this. Where do you take your kids where it's safe? For like Jason mentioned, now Greenpoint Park's got a great uh, area where the kids can can cycle, and they can, don't have to feel the, the pressures of being on a road or a pavement or in a neighbourhood, even if it's a cul-de-sac where there is real traffic and there's a real concern to be you know super vigilant for your for your kids' sake. Yeah. Greenpoint Park's one. Where else? Where else? Uh, uh, Look, I mean the Constantia Bike yes. Park, obviously yeah. the Rondebosch Park. There, there yeah. are lots of spaces like that. Yeah. I couldn't think um, of a place in the north that, that there is. Uh, I think of there's off-road. I mean, there's a beautiful place near um, uh, Natida, just down Natida. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Bloomingdale's got the, Blumendale's got got the, the small, little pump small track. track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that place is great. But besides that, for a little wheeler. So my my uh, eldest daughter Faith got her first real bicycle because it had. I mean, you, you mm. helped oh, yes, the process. Yes. Yeah. yeah was she so happy with that? she was elated and if you can for a second think of a little pink bike with a small little carrier in the front of it it's obviously got those trainer wheels at the back um, which I've found for a three year old who's fearless um, they actually don't mean much other than I'm going to keep you upright for as long as I can to decide to sharply turn in which case we will lose momentum and balance because yeah. you're going to go take them off yeah yeah, off. yeah. They, they got, they're going to go really yeah. soon because she's riding um, like a machine on that awesome. little bike of hers so I'm really chuffed that she's on mm-hmm. it your son now without those so he's doing really well uh, like I said please let us know where is safe to take your kids and I reckon about two uh, even a one one and a half two as soon as they can start walking they can start getting on a bike you get these cheap plastic bikes that look like motorbikes that kids always start with where they kind of actually learn to push themselves and, and, and get going mm. on but as soon as they're ready to and it's like a couple of weeks after playing with one of those they're ready for a bicycle mm. They're ready to get a bike yeah and, and look I mean I just let lots of stuff lie around I mean he even loves getting on those little toy things where you steer for them and yeah. stuff you know but uh, as long as they, they get time in the saddle on anything it's great one thing that I just want to I want to warn from my, my side to people that are thinking about this and I bought this for my wife Karen and I've, we've used it a handful of times is you get these really amazing nice looking uh, bikes that have these little child seats at the back and they, they come out in retro colors I think they're a single speed bike uh, and they come out in these like pastel blues and pastel pinks and they're really nice looking retro white wall tires um, and they're really retro-looking nice bikes, for, for but they're incredibly hard to cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought one a couple of years ago, and it's been sitting there, and we've, we've, we you know, negotiate who's going to take the kids for it. But if you stay in the northern suburbs where these hills, forget no, about using it. No. It's Single meant, or three-speed yeah. doesn't work. It, and it, it's so heavy. Have you, have you ever uh, cycled with your, with your kids in, in a little ch- cycle chair behind you? I have, yeah. It is I've so heavy. I've got a little folding bike with a chair on the back. And comfortable? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, it's uh, this is not the most the same un- as riding by yourself, Jason. Yeah. This is the most uncomfortable thing ever. My kids think it's great because daddy go faster. Exactly. While they smack my behind, daddy, daddy yeah, go faster. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, if I take a corner, you, I'm, I just have this feeling like that, like I'm not in control yeah. of the bike. There's like the sense of it's just back heavy. When I get out to try and push and pedal, it just goes either way. So just be cautious. It's nothing like your bicycle. It's nothing like that at all. And it's, the kids love it, but it's quite a hard craft for those of you who think it's just going to be a walk in the park. Um, of the next couple of weeks, Alan Windy will be joining us. He's blazing a trail through the Western Cape uh, and blazing a trail on the campaign trail uh, to get himself votes. He gets no votes from Jason and 
Mai because he's meant to join us a couple yeah. of weeks back on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, he sends his best for the new year and he's got some great messages he'd like to give everyone who's still keen to go get to work on their bicycles in the morning and in the afternoon on the way back home. Uh, he's got a great message for people on the West in the Western Cape for 2019. So Al will be on the show. Uh, we also got some exciting things, like I said, planned for the rest of the year. Uh, keep listening to this podcast. We'll talk about some of the big events coming up. And the big events are events we'd like you to come to, get involved with. It might be product launches. It might be product knowledge, uh, stuff that you can just come along and just feel like you're a part of the cycling community with. Um, thanks to everyone who sent messages to us from the cycling community. I know that there are various, I see uh, various people who are actively involved in promoting cycling. Uh, we're pretty chuffed when you and I recorded a video message mm. to everyone towards the end of 2019 when I didn't give you a chance to 18 when I didn't oh, get a chance great. to talk. They all got to see how I need to like... <laughs> jump in there which is great I think it was a wonderful end to the year they were giving me such a hard time we did a video and I didn't give Jason a chance to even speak. he was like ah and I shut him up and they were like this guy anyway Jason will do a lot more talking I promise you Jason listen uh, just between now and next week uh, what's happening in your life are you out on the bike at all um, yeah, we'll get a few rides in, definitely. Yeah. Uh, actually heading out to Warwick for a friend's 40th, but I think we'll take a bike out there and, and see what's happening. Oh, stunning. Windy conditions, though, this week in the Western Cape. I love uh, it. Your next Slows week. everybody else yeah. down, and I keep at my <laughs> slow speed. <laughs> I love this. Uh, take care if you're doing anything exciting. In Joburg, there's rains the remainder of this week and the weekend. Cape Town's expecting light showers uh, towards the beginning of, uh, or rather the end of this week, and then just really blustery conditions. Be safe on the roads. Keep it, uh, uh, rather just keep it safe and uh, make sure that you, you go out and you're well protected and you're vigilant of the traffic around you. We'll be back with Time in the Saddle featuring Alan Windy and a little bit of a roadmap to the year ahead.